All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, Kyle Serlo here with my, you know, pod commander in chief, or would it be pod? I don't know. What's what? Pod- Podney Carew. <laughs> Good old Pod Carew here, Mr. Boat Steamac. Boat, how is it going, partner? It's going well, partner. Oh, man. What's a. Uh, we, we did take an extra week off last week. You know, uh, parenthood was getting in the way, but th- this has just left us with an abundance of uh, of golf discussions to have. Plethora. Plethora, indeed. So I, I feel like this is probably appropriate to not really waste anybody's time dilly-dallying. I say we just we just get to some meat and potatoes here. What do you think? Jump in. All right. At first. So the last time we were, we were together a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. the Olympics had not yet started. And I know for some people this may be an old story. I don't care about the Olympics, yada, yada, yada. I had a blast watching Olympic golf. It was, yeah. I, 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 hoped it would be. I thought it was like really, really good. And I was the same guy that was shitting on the 72-hole stroke play format, yeah. saying that I was really tired of it. I, granted, I don't disagree with that. I still think it could have been even better. Yeah. But the tournament was excellent, man. It provided fireworks, that's <laughs> I, for sure. I did not do a lot of sleep in that night. There was not a lot of duds. It was, it was. I thought it was really entertaining. Really entertaining golf tournament. I had my uh, my first round of golf. Uh, at the new club uh, the following morning at uh, 8 a.m. And uh, I caught about two and a half hours of sleep and subsequently shot a really crisp 87 yeah. uh, the next morning. <laughs> it was pretty It was pretty sick. It's better than 88, Kyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did, did, did you have any, any other thoughts kind of on the Olympic golf outside of Xander Shoffley looking really good? I mean, we- really good. Um, we've kind of been looking for that. And who knows? It's only the second years of the Olympics being back. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that's going to be like a career catapulting type deal? Hopefully, because I mean, he has made enough money. We've talked about his sponsors aren't going anywhere. He has He's made a great an abundance guy, of funds. Great guy behind the camera. Yes, and in front of it, um, just a really likable guy. Hopefully, he just wins more. Um, that would be sick. A black eye for me. Rory Sabatini changing nations. He represents um, that for me. I'm like. Hasn't he been South African his entire career? <laughs> so I don't I don't actually know like the fine details off the top of my head about why he ended up switching to Probably be part he of knew his, he wasn't going to qualify well, as look, a South African. It, it's for being part of his wife's home. Like so he yeah. changed his citizenship because I know his wife is from there. But there's also a lot of other reasons. I someone briefly explained it to me and I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty cool story. And I know that. A gentleman that I've had on this podcast before, granted it's been a couple of years, but Andy Johnson of the Fried Egg, who uh, also hosts the Shotgun Start with Brandon Porath, I think uh, they do a podcast several days a week. They've been super on top of that story. So anybody who's curious about why in the hell Rory Sabatini decided to switch countries, yeah. uh, go go give their podcast a listen. It's pretty dang good, and they, they've really got all the deets. Andy Johnson, big-time Rory Sabatini guy. So for me, that, that was kind of like, wait, what? Just kind of put me off, but uh, I mean, do you think a guy is going out and shooting sixty-one in the final round of the Olympics? Like he's not going to make the, the, the not going to make the was, cut if he's going from South Africa. That's a pretty. That was, guy was motivated. Uh, CT Pan <laughs> did not see that one coming out. That uh, no. What, what did he shoot the final round? Something crazy low too. I think uh, there something. was a bunch. So in the final round, there was a bunch of sixty-sevens, and then I think there was a couple of sixty-threes. Yeah, he shot something. He shot something low. But yeah, good for him. Hopefully that gets his confidence back. And Loved his look. We forget absolutely. We forget that guy was a wasn't he a President's Cup player? I'm pretty guy, sure he was. Yeah, guy so. looked like a murder, like in a good way, like yeah. coming on the stretch with the shades on yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, CT Pan yeah. got a good look going. Yeah, he got a little bit of a swag back. I I was a little shocked 
because I mean, again, we're coming right off the Open Championship for the men's yeah. Olympic golf tournament. Colin Morikawa in the mix for that uh, that third place, you know, bronze playoff. I'm a little surprised that he didn't. Little slow start, yeah, uh, to the to the week, but I, he he knew it was short immediately when he hit that iron shot on 18. Yeah, and uh, probably many balls hadn't plugged in that bunker <laughs> that week. But hey, the guy just won his second major. Guy, uh, he's gonna have the opportunity to win a lot lot more gold medals. Two so. two major. Which, by the way, we we have to touch on this because in yeah. our last uh, our last podcast we did a little had a little Colin Morikawa discussion, and yeah. I. Since then, I've been on two trips. One big golf trip for for Suave Golf that I put together. Yeah. Took a bunch of guys out to Sylvie's Valley Ranch. You know, everybody that goes there is, is a podcast listener. And I had everybody come up to me saying, seven and a half. Is he serious? Like, he really thinks he's going to win seven? I was like, do you think he's like, like, he might? I was like, well, then that's probably that's not a bad sweet. number if you think that he might. I mean, yeah. I, I was just trying to be like the Vegas odds maker. Like, yeah. You know, looking at the average major championship wins over a career, mm-hmm. like three and a half seems like it's a, a a good number. And every single guy was shocked that you could even propose a number so high. And then when I followed up asking him, "Do you think they'll hit it?" At least half of them said yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, he's just let's hope so. Let's he's great for the game. Yeah, he's great for the game. Yeah, no, that would be fantastic. Um. Yeah, man. Did you have any thoughts on uh, the women's side of the tournament for the Olympics? Uh, long hair. <laughs> Nelly has got some really long hair. Not wrong. <laughs> very good looking. She, I, I will say this: like she is a very, very pretty woman, and her golf swing is just so effortlessly delightful in, to watch. Angelic. Man. God, it's the tempo, the the timing, the balance, the acceleration, the finish. It's everything that like it, it's 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 all there. Yeah, it's all there. Do you think is there a guy on the PGA Tour who do you think has a swing that's you know similar to that in terms of how just balanced, in control, and I don't want to say not powerful because she doesn't look like she swings very hard, even though she does. Is is there anybody that just has a that kind relaxed of effortless power? Yeah. Um, I mean, really, I mean, Ernie Els is the only guy that comes to mind that ever has been able to keep up with the guys in terms of length while also looking like he's having a a somewhat effortless swing. It does feel like every other guy on the PGA Tour looks like they're making a pretty or at least a relatively yeah. aggressive move at the golf ball. And I just I, I would love to see a guy on tour swing that effortlessly and be God, able to and find some good results racking my brain on that i know one, it, that's the thing it's like because when i watch her swing i think like man like why why isn't why aren't more people doing that like look look how goddamn good she is boy that's a good one i'm, I'm gonna have to come I'm gonna <laughs> I, have to, I, I, I'm, I didn't mean to stump you right here at the top of the i'm pocket, gonna have to circle back to that one because <laughs> i will i will find one uh god maybe maybe harris english hmm. it never really looks like he's going that hard at it okay uh he's tall just like Nelly. Yeah. Um, and he's just got tons of length. Big time length. I, I, this is a small little, like, you know, antidote here. Yeah. I uh, Over the weekend, I got to play golf in Tahoe for the first time in quite some time. I, I did play up in Gray Eagle and Blairston and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, last year, but this is the first time in, like, Truckee that I played in a while. Where did we play? Played at North Star. Was... Yeah, I played there, I played there last, uh, last fall, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back nine is 
is entertaining. Back, I've actually thought the back nine quirky and fun. Yeah, it, it, little Northwoody. Um, sure. Yeah. A lot, a lot of kind of like greens fun. Kind of like, oh, there's a blind hazard down there. Wait, lots, what? lots of blind shots uh, up there, which I don't hate. No, I don't hate it either. I, the front nine is just out in front of you. Go get it. Uh, but the back nine is you got it. You get there's a couple greens that really run away from you. Yeah. Um, and fall off quickly. Uh, that I, I we got a good deal. Uh, when I say a good deal, Pat McDonald paid for everything. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> got to stay in his really nice house in Incline. Love uh, that. But yeah, I'd I'd play it again. Um, yeah, greens were and again. I, I don't want to blow up the spot. The greens were you're going to get that robustly poor. But it's because I, I guess they were letting us know there was an ice storm last fall, where basically there wasn't snow cover on the golf course. So yeah. when it got rainy and icy, it just basically murked the greens, and they've never been able to get them to kind of recover this year. Yep. That aside, it's hard. Fun track. The reason I bring it up is. For the first time in a while, I actually was playing golf through a little bit of an injury. Uh, Went up there for a bachelor party. You know, now that I'm a dad, I'm not exercising even more than I didn't exercise before. Yeah. And I had a cooler with a a rack of beers and about 41 pounds of meat. I know where you're going. And taking it to the car, get it in there, tweak the shit out of my my upper back. And I was like, well, this is cool. I haven't played golf with a back injury in a while. This is kind of not awesome and I, I was sitting there taking a couple practice swings before we got the first tee i was like jesus christ like i might be able to play like one hole yeah. like this is like really bad oh yeah and i did exactly what i think i'm not supposed to do you tell me you're you're, you're you know you're an instructor of hey. the golf swing is that i changed my golf swing a little bit to relieve the back pain so i could get through the round absolutely you gotta do it i, I, I had to do it but the results were interesting Sometimes enough. Sometimes they can shock you. It, they were interesting enough, and and and, and I'll, I'll try to do as good a job of explaining this to the listeners as I can. I'm, you're going to see me, so you're going to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Basically, anytime I would, you know, start my backswing and turn right here, I'd start to get really strained. Right, mm-hmm. right, I kind of get, you know, get to about nine o'clock or halfway through my, my backswing, and to relieve that, I basically was using my hips a lot more and turning my body oh, yeah. to almost make it so my belt buckle was almost kind of facing behind me. Mm-hmm. So by doing that, I wasn't like kind of stretching my back out like I normally do. It was almost just kind of more turning to the right, turning to the left. And if I did that, I was pretty much pain-free. I mean, granted, I wasn't taking full swings or anything like that either. But I noticed that by doing that, my consistency was a lot better, obviously, as it should be. Mm-hmm. But I found that a lot of the times I was hitting the golf ball 90% as far as I was when I was taking full swings. Oh, yeah. And I was like, huh, is this maybe something I Could should be, be learning little, to incorporate little, a little, like little a little more, a little more of a turn in the back and then come a at the flatter, maybe a little less side spin. Yeah. Something I to think about. Yeah. So it, it was, it was kind of interesting. It made me think like, oh, maybe, I mean, maybe this injury can help me find a little more consistency when my back gets good again. Yeah. I don't know. Is, is that, is that, is that crazy? No, it's, the, you're at the age now where you need to start kind of experimenting. Well, let's see if I get a little more rotation, a little flatter, you know, maybe a little, little, little flatter trajectory on the way through to a little Justin Leonard. Yeah. Let's see what this does to the golf ball. Is that pretty common? Like guys that get in their, their takeaway in their backswing to actually really like good players, I should say, where they're actually turning. Well, it's, it's, so that's the flexibility thing. So you're not going to see their belt buckle really turn a bunch, Yeah, and, and, but I, their torso is turning and, and their back is getting to the target. For sure. For okay. sure. Okay. That makes, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's just the, uh, that's the flexibility thing. And it just came to me. Probably, probably Justin Rose, Nelly quarter wise, tall, fluid, 
doesn't look like he's going after like some of the other tour guys, but hits it a really long ways. I will say, J- Justin Rose almost looks like he doesn't even care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, an effort, it's an effortless <laughs> win too. You know, it's like yeah. which you know both good and bad. I, granted, it ended up being bad at the uh, the playoff last week at uh, at the Wyndham, but unfortunate. Uh, we, we we will get to that. But anyway, um, Olympic stuff all around great. The golf course looked pretty immaculate. Yeah. It was yes, yes. Uh, I, I guess Fazio had his hand in it. Fazio had his hand in it. It would, uh, was an old Charles Allison, uh, you know, golf course from back in the '30s who used to work with McKenzie and all those other guys. And so it's got a lot of uh, a yeah, lot think, of a lot I of think, history. A lot I think of we pedigree. talked about it. Like they shut down the course like a in, long time. Like, the first week in May. Like that's awesome. Better be safe than sorry, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> but back to the back thing. Yeah, I try not to sneeze anymore because I can sometimes sneeze and feel like I broke a rib. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you know, stretching. I used to do a ton of it. Don't do it anymore. Same. Probably why a lot of my injuries pop up and my length isn't there anymore. You got to be flexible. Yeah. And it's just yeah, that's. I found that uh, set some stretching. Yeah, arriving at the golf course like three minutes before I'm set the tee off has not been great for my my pre my pre round stretching routine. That's it's not ideal. No, it's not. And honestly, I mean, heck, every every week that we get together with this podcast, I'm. What seven minutes late? Five minutes late? Tonight you were only two and a half. So Which I mean, I feel pretty like good. Trending in the I, right direction. I, I feel like I may have stepped in it a little bit on my way out because I probably was going to be five or six minutes late. Mm-hmm. But right as I was leaving the house, I had been taking care of you know the little boy. Mm-hmm. You know, mom had been out running some errands that she hadn't got to do all day because I was working. And then right as I was walking out of the living room, you just heard him just just throw a major league turd in the back of his diaper like nice. and it was it was wet and Gotta usually that evil out usually for me in my household i'm i'm responsible for the majority of the the diaper changing it's like hey i push this thing out of my hoo-ha you can change its fucking diapers and we'll call it good it's like yeah. fair fair enough and it happened i mean it was just like a it was a bomb going off yeah. all of a sudden i looked at me i was like is that what it sounded like she's like yes it was and i just where i normally stay like all right let me get it, it was like Gotta go. Goodbye. <laughs> and just left her with a with uh, just a heap of turd in the back of little man's diaper. So I don't, I don't know, think your dinner is gonna be in the oven. I don't think it's gonna be really good. Like, but I was like, hey, I've, I'm always five, seven minutes late to this. I, I gotta try to get there at least a little on time. You know, I mean, just let me know if you're rolling behind. I can always pull over and grab a taco or something. <laughs> uh, so that was uh, yeah, that, that'll be fun when I get home. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, let's jump back on track here. We are recording this podcast middle of August. We're only a couple days removed from Tuesday. Wh- what is normally probably, in my opinion, one of the most fun golf tournaments of the year. Yeah. Um. Mostly because the format is what I would like to see a major championship format be for at least one of the four majors every year. It'll never happen, but yeah. the U.S. Amateur, you know, thirty-six hole stroke play followed by bracketed match play. It's it's just the way it should be done, right? It, it, it's it's the king tournament format in the finals you had a was it a 23 or 24 seed and a 31 seed Mm -hmm. so it's like just play well enough to get into the dance yes you know what i mean exactly it's like all these small mid-majors for the ncaa tournament it's just like just get to the dance like ucla the last five years have not been good (laughs) but they're literally like okay there's a good chance if we get to the dance, we're going to make it to the Elite Eight. <laughs> we can we can get streaky. We you know can, what I mean? We can make it happen. It's like you're playing opponents that you probably haven't seen a lot of, and and it's like same thing goes for match play. It's like yeah. any anything can happen in any in, in any game. Yeah, any certain day. So totally. 
that's that is that format you know unfortunately for me because i was at a uh, bachelor party over the weekend where the wi-fi in the cabin didn't work and the service for whatever was was yeah. okay um but also there was enough going on uh in terms of festivities at the oh, bachelor sure. party where i, I Admittedly, I wasn't paying very close attention to the, yeah. the U.S. Amateur over the weekend, even though I do really enjoy the weekend. golf tournament. Um, but, you know, after having done a bunch of reading and watched some highlights, I mean, it looked like it was just a hell of, <laughs> it a, hell of a weekend. Oakmont is just that. It's just that. It's the king, dude. It's just, it's kind of, it's the upper echelon of USGA host, host courses. Well, speaking of which, and this is something we we're going to hit here as well, but I'm sure you saw that the, the USGA... Yeah. Made a big announcement that uh, it's going to be now part of one of big, its... <laughs> big Oakmont and Marion yeah, boners. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, if there's two courses you're going to get boners for, I mean, it's, it's not bad, right? Yeah. I mean, like Oakmont is just a, it's a, it's a perfect championship test. Yeah. Right. Seemingly, it's it, it's got it, it checks all the boxes from what you want to see from like a old, storied, tough championship test. How, how right? about homeboy from Michigan State being like, God, I'm too cheap to go buy one of these. Four hundred fifty dollars Stroke Lab Odysseys with the red, whatever it is weighted, whatever it is. <laughs> so he goes in his basement, and I, I forget, but it was like he, per- someone in his family, it was his dad, had purchased it for like sixty dollars at one point. Yes. This old ping that looked like that it, it's it's almost like a fill style putter like yes. a blade extended but with more weight behind it an extended blade that then he was like you know what dude i'm gonna sauce this up i'm gonna put the mallet cover on it anyway i, yeah. I know it's a blade let's yeah. just put the mallet cover well, you on gotta it represent anyway. the spartans yeah but that's maybe the first I, michigan state does not have a very storied uh golf program true but good for them does now does hey hey Get to it doesn't matter where you're from. Get, get, get to the dance. You got to get to the dance. <laughs> Just get to the dance. Get to the dance. I, I will say this when I was doing a little bit more reading on his putter. So he did make a modification. So after he found the club in the garage, it was an old putter his dad wasn't using. Found in the garage, decided to add an extra line to it. Oh, I saw that. Drew drew an extra line on I it. Saw and that the, was, I remember the t- that was you big. Know, you know who had that putter was our, our associate Will Weiss. Uh, he and he's lefty. He had that putter because I remember the two black lines on the outs, like on the heel and the toe. Okay, and then I saw the gold one in the middle. That's great. Sick. Yeah, yeah. He said that uh, you know he just took it out. He played in the qualifier with it and just putted lights out. And he was like, "All right, well, you know the thing. Whether it's a sixty dollar putter or a five hundred dollar putter, it always works for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a two week guarantee. Yeah, two week guarantee. It's gonna work. Nice. For, so ho- luckily that was close enough to that window for him, and he just wrote a hot hand. Thank, thank. Thank goodness for that. Back to the Nelly Corda thing. Maybe Davis Love the third. Okay. Tall, lanky, I see, I, I see where we're going. Okay. 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 I uh, I did see sixty dollars. Apparently, is what you can still purchase that putter for on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I, no jokes. Somebody went through it and was looking for uh, that putter somewhere. It's seventy five now, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> it's got a lot of juice right now. <laughs> it's buy it now for seventy four ninety nine. It's got a lot of juice right now. So I'm. <laughs> Um, yeah, Ping Jay's, just having a field day. I say, Jay's, what a, what a cool win. Um, great, great for that guy. I know a lot of people, like you said, you know, a lower seed. A lot of people didn't, uh, f- you know, forecast him to come in and win this golf tournament. No. I know some of the guys at the Friday Egg who they follow this stuff way Too closer closely. than I do. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess he had, you know, top ten in the Western Am. He had basically had a bunch of top tens in all the top amateur tournaments in the so summer. He was up, playing, so playing well coming in. He's been playing super well coming in. They were kind of like, honestly. We didn't. He wasn't on our radar, but in hindsight, like he absolutely should have been. The yeah. guy was playing incredible golf coming into this, so it was good to see him kind of keep it going. And hey, we got a 
You got a Michigan State man as a U.S. amateur that's champion. That's fantastic. Yeah. Pretty groovy. Um, I always like side note. I always like how the announcers they never say that the invitation to the Masters is guaranteed. They always say and a likely invitation to next year's Masters <laughs> because it could be just some asshole that Augusta's like, nope, nope. We saw your tweets. <laughs> Scratch him off the list. But it's always the li- the likely invitation. A likely invitation. It's never to set in stone. National. Never set in stone. Just a likely invitation. Nor should it be. Yeah. Nor should it be. I mean, just the same way. If you got somebody in the CBS booth, you know, calling people walking around, you know, fans. Yeah. They're not going to be broadcasting next year. I'll yeah. tell you what. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, really great. Uh, any other uh, thoughts on uh, the USAM or Oakmont? Uh, anything like that before we, we we move on here? Just always seems to produce good results at that at that venue. Yeah. Uh, good finishes. Uh, putts being made. Shots being executed. Um the runner-up was pouring putts in in the be- in the beginning of the second round, like holes twenty nine through 20, 25 through twenty nine, just mm-hmm. burying par putts, and then he had that one lip out and was like a little chink in the armor. Yeah, um, so, that thing that thing fell it was like seventy five percent of the way in the hole before yeah, the thing came back out. That was caught a lot of hole. <laughs> that was kind of rough to watch. Yeah, he was bummed out about that. Yeah, but I, it was cool. I saw you know there was a probably looked like a lot of his Michigan State teammates. Obviously not that far away from uh, from Oakmont, um, and a couple of the the female team, uh, girls team teammates mm-hmm. there wearing their their Spartans bag. It's great, yeah, great. Love, Love that. Probably, probably getting ready to go back to back to school soon. Uh, I don't know if he's graduated, but maybe he's on a fifth year. But uh, yeah, such looking pretty good for a young man. Plus, he's got to stay amateur to get that likely invitation. <laughs> so likely, yeah, likely invite. Um, any other thoughts on the USGA kind of just crowning, you know, Oakmont and Marion as, as two of their, their anchor sites. So now they made the big announcement with Pinehurst, uh, several months back. And now there's two more USGA anchor sites. It's not just for the U S open because I believe mm-hmm. Oakmont was awarded like three U S opens oh, by saw, 2050. Yeah, like Marion was only two U S opens. An amateur Ryder cup, um, they, they, they both courses not got, a Ryder Cup a Walker Cup sorry. Okay, both courses got you know basically the full gauntlet of like the USGA's premier championships right US yep. Women's Open you know US Men's Open US AM yep. Walker Cup I mean they, it got a lot of US Juniors it, it, both courses got at least one if not multiples of almost all of them. Cup or two coming up yeah. and personally I mean you know great state of Pennsylvania two mm-hmm. beautiful seemingly fantastic golf courses that I've never played I hope to one day yeah um I don't know. Does that seem like those were the appropriate, the right two courses? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, even though Pebble hasn't necessarily been anointed an anchor site, Pebble just gets the U.S. Open more than anywhere else because it it's Pebble Beach. Yeah, it's, I mean. So, I mean, I, you, Pebble's kind of like an anchor site without necessarily being an official anchor site. Yeah. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if that announcement is coming somewhere soon either. It's, I would assume it's made soon. I mean, if you were going to, like, base, like, a U.S. Open rota around, like, four courses... Pinehurst, Oakmont, Marion, Pebble. It's not a bad way for it to start. No. I think that's probably – I mean, who are we leaving out? I mean, so so other courses that you – you know, I know that Oakland Hills is trying to get, you know, U.S. Yeah. Opens again because they've re- done, a, you know, done a redo. I know LACC, obviously, is going to be holding the U.S. Open here in the next couple of years. But as far as California goes, I mean, Pebble is really the only one that ever consistently gets the, the U.S. Open. Is yeah, it not? I, I think – Tory, uh, I think, is done being uh, a U.S. I, Open I host. So – um. 
Olympic. Probably that next tier down. Yeah. Yep. Um, Good call. Southern Hills, probably that next tier down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think probably those four are your, probably, probably your pillars. It seems makes makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you know, up in New York, like, you know, Shinnecock's going to get, you know, more oh, U.S. Well, Opens. and but Beth Page. The, the, they like that public course thing. Yeah. I mean. But the PGA's there, too, so that's kind of sharing the spotlight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Those Shin- are, yeah, Shinnecock, Winged Foot, all those, like, you know. Shinnecock, yeah, you know, Winged Foot. So I'm sure those, but I don't know if those will be like anchor sites where they visit it as often as they do yeah. for the other ones. That'll be interesting to, to follow. They'll probably be in that second tier. Yeah, once we get a little more info on that, we will definitely let you guys know. Um, let's see here. Do we want to stick to pro golf with like playoffs? Or do we want to jump into some kind of random little stories and stuff like that we've been hearing from around lead the golf the, world? Lead the way, partner. Okay. Well, if that's the case, as I mentioned when we were talking about the USAM, I watched little to no golf this past weekend. Yeah. I was batching it up. Yeah. Um, but the Wyndham Championship was played. Yeah, there was a tie with many individuals uh, who then went to a playoff. It's not a hobby, Kyle. Uh, and uh, everybody's favorite, you know, Southern beer drinking golfer t- took it uh, took it home. Kev don't, Kiz. Don't be afraid to get suspended from your local club. You can bounce back and win PGA tournaments. <laughs> it's not. It's not that big a deal. Did he, did he get suspended from his local club? Pal- Palmetto suspended him. They really? Rang, they rang him up for like six months. For what? What do you think? Just not paying his phone. Absolutely hammered on the golf course. <laughs> like doing just, yeah. Look, I probably, mean, probably, probably got a couple letters, ripped them up, and they said, all right, six months. And he was like, okay, oh shit. All right, I got to play by the rules here. I'm not bigger than Paul Meadow Club. I'm really ashamed. It's true story. I'm really ashamed that I wasn't aware got of Got rang up out of his home club. That's true so story. great. Yeah. Hey, you bounce back. I got put on timeout. It's fine. Bounce back. You know, hey, I'll just head down to Aiken here for, you know, mama practice rounds. That's, that's no that's, big deal. That's where Palmetto is. That's his hometown. Okay. Well. Him and Scotty Brown. Good for him. Yeah. So you can rally. Oh, yeah. You can bounce back. You from, can definitely bounce back. Greg, Greg Bellow knows you can you can bounce back from suspensions. All right. You know? <laughs> we like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Did you have any thoughts? Did you get a chance to watch much of the Wyndham this past weekend? Not really. No. Uh, just saw the second shot that he hit in there. I'm like, uh, you know, looking at it, I'm like, at first glance, I'm like, it's four feet right to left. And then they showed it from the other side of the hole. And I'm like, ah, oh, that hole is kind of going away from him pretty good. I'm glad he hit it with pace, just poured it in. Um, match play champion. Really good match play history. I think it's a done deal. Don't you? I mean, I. that's a pretty good time. It, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. Sure. If he has a, one or two strong finishes, I think it's an absolute done deal. Uh, he's obviously a big team guy. Like, he's a fucking locker room guy. Like, yeah. Who's not going to want to fucking have beers with that guy after the round. Or in the middle of the round in the stands. <laughs> and he did it the last President's Cup. So. Make a lot of sense to me. I mean. Kiz, he's, he's just a match play bulldog. I'll say. For, he's, for, not, he's, not, he's, he's the guy that's not going to give you a hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to go out there. He's like Bob Borowitz. He's going to hit a bunch of fairways, a bunch of greens. And just just fucking piss you off. He's not Pretty gonna. Much. He, he's not. He's not gonna give you an inch or a hole. And honestly, like if you're talking like in a Ryder Cup scenario where you have, where you want guys that are not only giving your team, you know, a great chance to win, but are also like real like patriotic kind of guys. I was just gonna say patriotic. Like the guy loves playing for his country. Loves playing for his country, and, and it's not like weird like jack off patriotism like Pat Reed. Yeah, where it's like. Where he had the Captain America, yeah, like it's the like, card holder. I saw that today. I was like, oh, like this, like Kiz just seems like the kind of guys. Like, 
yeah, I love golf. I love my family. Yeah. I love fucking natural light, and I love fucking America. I didn't know. You know, it's like so many people gave a little rip about a little spit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, to me, as an American, I would love to watch kids represent the Ryder Cup. Re- the, re- represent us in the Ryder right Cup. Right after he wins his, I don't know, whatever title it was. Hey, it's my first my first playoff win because he was like oh or oh for five or oh for six in playoffs Jesus. on tour, and that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> first playoff win, come yeah. on now. <laughs> oh, good for kids, man. That's yeah. uh, that's awesome. So, um, so with his win, obviously we got three FedEx Cup playoff matches that I admittedly don't really care that much about, even though I'm probably going to watch a little bit. Liberty National is kind of one of those polarizing golf courses. Statue of Liberty there, and mm-hmm. I think. Uh, if it, let's, I'm going to jump into my predictions. Sure. Some real cockiness seems to be back probably from better health, but I just think Brooks, Brooks Kepka is going to just absolutely whip it out over these next three tournaments God. and just remind people that he's a force to be reckoned with. That'd be sick. I just, it's something that something tells me just from his, his social media activity to I, I just something something tells me i did see a video of him beating balls at the range in the last like 24 hours and i was like oh he looks back to normal he had like a short story on instagram today and it was just like this rap song and it was just him slowly teeing off on the first hole and i was like wait who posted that oh he he had someone film that and he posted it himself the swag is back <laughs> Power moves yeah. being made at Camp Capital. I would love to see him and DJ on the final day and just pan watching those two on their Sunday afternoon in the hunt strut to where they're just walking like everyone knows they're back. I think that would be, especially with their little supposed rift that they had, I would love to see those two absolute hosses coming down the stretch on Sunday. More so than Brooks and Bry? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I mean, Dustin Johnson is technically the defending champion of the Northern Trust. I mean, and was... coming in extremely under the radar. <laughs> I almost wish I had my boy Chris Durr here to start just defending Dustin Johnson to us because he loves him some Dustin Johnson. It does it, not matter what kind of state his golf form game is hasn't in. been that good, but just here he comes, just coasting into them playoffs again. I mean, when you're waking up with Paulina by your side, man, you're not you're not too worried. Good. Every, everything's going to be fine. It's you, all gravy. Yeah, you, you figure it out, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the great one's your goddamn fucking father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in your blood. It's in your kid's blood. You know, you're, you're doing fine. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going to be good. Brooks, uh, Brooks DJ down the stretch would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so we got the Northern Trust here this weekend, and then the following weekend, the BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club. Admittedly, I don't really know anything about Caves I Valley. Just, off the top of my head, maybe a couple of junior AMs or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. But yeah. The, Should be interesting, though. Typical, not, not, typical Maryland course. Yeah, not not the same course they played last year when John Ron, or John Rom made that bomb on uh, 18 to then beat Dustin Johnson. Hopefully he can not get playoff. COVID this week. That would be useful. Yeah. That would be very, very useful. I know. So, if we were recording our last podcast right before the Olympics started a couple weeks back, does that mean we missed the whole John Rahm like testing positive and then Bryson DeChambeau testing positive and then being unapologetic like and if, then saying he didn't want to steal doses from other people? That's why he doesn't yeah. take the vaccine? Not rooting for Bryson. Um, <laughs> but if, if Pfizer does come out with a third booster shot, I think they just name it the Rom shot. <sighs> Yeah. Just name it the wrong shot. Marketing-wise, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, 
pe- people know what's up. Invincible. <laughs> so, uh, and then finally, the FedEx Cup playoffs, as they do every year, will wrap up at East Lake in Atlanta, Georgia, for the Tour Championship. You know, old school, just home of Bobby Jones. In front of you, you know what you're gonna get. You know the ball is gonna sit down right to the bottom of the rough. And the greens are going to be really challenging. So, okay. Now that this this season is kind of coming to a wrap, the 2021-2022 golf season is going to mm-hmm. start, even though it's still 2021, we'll start after the Tour Championship when they go with the like Safeway Open or whatnot, and, you know, here in our neck of the woods another another couple months. We've now basically gone through an entire golf season with no Tiger Woods. Yeah. Now that we've we have the major championship calendar in the rearview mirror, we've kind of seen what's happened this year. Do you feel like I'll, I'll, is it wrong that I want to say this is maybe about as good of a non-Tiger year that we've had? Probably the best we could hope for so far. Right. I mean, I think it would have been more fun with him in the mix, obviously. But yeah. I feel like for Tiger, not really ever showing his face. Phil really picked up the slack at the PGA. It's a great call. I yeah. mean, he really picked up the slack that's a great call Um, yeah i mean i guess time flies when tiger's not around because maybe you know we're so used to him making time kind of slow down on the back nine of a major where Mm -hmm. he just picks it apart like a sniper yeah um yeah get well soon tiger get well soon man i mean there have been pictures leaked of him you know on crutches seemingly looking a little bit more mobile or anything like that dude do we have any thoughts, or if we have any idea, if you think he's Too ever, ever going to tee it up, and you know, competitively ever again? Once I see the guy swing a driver, you will have my answer. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. Um, let's see here, brother. Any any other like tour related stuff that you want to touch on? I mean, were you, were you thinking about wanting? You, you got anybody that uh, you, uh, you're, you're picking to? So you you brought up the Safeway. <laughs> um, the Monday qualifier for the Safeway Open is going to be at Windsor Golf Club. No. I swear to God. I, sw- I swear to God. Don't fuck with me. Are you <laughs> Jason is is comical about it. I talked to him. <laughs> the director of I, golf I, at, I, uh, at, I, at, at Windsor Golf Club, for, for those of you that don't know. Many times section player of the year, played in many PGAs and AT&Ts. Jason um, Schmuel is a very, hell of a golfer from what very, I understand. Very accomplished club, club player. Yes. And, um, I called him as, as he was actually coming back from the Stockton shootout, which is one pro and two AMs. And his AMs were Oscar Heath and Adam Lewis that I played a lot of golf with over the years. And I, I, I go, Hey, are, is it true? Are you, Lewis told me, and I'd seen Lewis the week before. He, are you guys really hosting the, the Monday? And he goes, it's going to be hilarious. He goes, it's like hardly any grass in the fairways. <laughs> We're going to have to go live clean and play some basically every fairway just because of the dirt. Uh, the greens are horrible. <laughs> He's like, it's going to be really entertaining to watch all these um, ex-tour winners come play Windsor Golf Club under these conditions and trying to Monday for a PGA tournament. He goes, it's going to be really funny. Sick. And I go, are you worried about it? And then I'm like, as soon as I was mid he's like, what are they going to do? After after hosting the qualifier here, you think they're gonna be itching to come back? It's not like it's not like we're jeopardizing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it's so cool. The pre qualifiers at Rancho Solano. Uh, <laughs> the pre qualifiers at Rancho Solano on the Monday and pre qual. I think you probably just gotta 
get top 50 or 60, 40. I don't know. He probably got to shoot around par. Maybe even, yeah, probably around par to get through the pre-qualifier. Um, if I was playing more golf and I had, you know, 400, 450 to burn, I would. Not I, a bad idea. I would. Yeah. If I was playing more and playing better and playing further, I would, I would entertain the idea. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I did have a 64 back in the day at Windsor from the tip. So yeah, but I just, I'm, I'm honest with myself now. Windsor, just keep that money in the account. Windsor lift clean and place in the fairways. Playing fast. I mean, what what's it what's it going to take out there to qualify on a Monday? You have to fire a sixty one to get out there. I don't know what the uh, lift clean in place, and if the greens are decent, I they're you know they have the the specs and the, literally the, the only thing that the section you know, NC PGA puts on the Mondays or whatever site is at eleven and a half on the stint meter is basically their only requirement. Honestly, right now. If anything, I'm just a little jealous that BV didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and BV's in, in better shape. So, for sure. Probably the scores would be even lower. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm not sure what Monday it is, but the Monday before Safeway, if you want to go watch a bunch of PGA Tour wins at Windsor, Windsor Golf Course, they're going to be out there. And a lot of young guns. Just coming out of college and a lot of up and coming up and coming tour pros that are going to be on tour someday. I am going to have to do a substantial amount of research to figure out how people are allowed to go out and watch the tournament that day. I, um, I mean, I'm assuming spectators are going to be allowed. I right, I, I would think so. So, okay, I don't even think there's gates at Windsor. So just. No, there's no, there's not. <laughs> no, 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 there absolutely is not. So many, so many places you can just get on the golf course. <laughs> just you know, pretend like you're staying at whatever that Wyndham, you know, yeah, like yeah. a condo thing is. I'm next here door. for the timeshare. Yeah, I'm here for the timeshare. Just walked over for a cocktail. Oh, what do we got? Oh, what's it? Oh, oh, okay. Little Monday qualifier. All right. Well, sure. I'll, I'll sit in Charlie's on the back porch for a little while. I'm gonna there go take go. a little stroll. That sounds nice. Absolutely. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Monday qualifier. Winter mm-hmm. golf club. Safeway open. Be there. Or be fucking square. Fact. All right. Um. Let's see here, man. Any uh, any winners or any, anybody you like in the FedEx Cup playoffs that you think are gonna gonna just, take this thing home? I just home? think Kepka is just gonna. That's right. Okay, Mister Swagum Swelf. Just I, I think he's gonna make his presence felt again. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yep. Okay. Beautiful. All right, man. Well, let's, let's go with a couple other uh, just little uh, just random you know stories here, little updates that I got yep. uh, concerning the golf world before we, we'll put a wrap on this thing. Um, there was an article that was published in the New York Times, I believe written by a gentleman by the name of Bill Pennington. Uh, and it's got some great stats about the resurgence of golf during the pandemic, and especially golfers who are walking. Yeah. Now, obviously, it, it, this is a little weird for me to say because I'm coming off several consecutive rounds of golf in a cart. Yeah. You know, what, you know, back last weekend. The weekend before, I had some other back stuff with my uh, sciatica kind of acting up a little bit. So I'm actually coming off a few rounds of cart golf, which is somewhat yep. uncommon for me. I I would say that I probably walk 90% of the time. Yeah. You know, not, 9 out of 10 rounds I'm walking. That's mm-hmm. how I like to do it. But for many, many years, I have been in the minority. Yeah. I know when we, you know, obviously you have to walk a banana, but I know you like you like to walk when you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really interesting to see that, you know, with everything going on, how... Basically, walk walking golfers are 
coming back in stride. Do you mind if I uh, read a little excerpt from the oh, the article here? I mean, we can't keep pull carts in the uh, or push carts in stock. It's fabulous. Sun I, Mountain, I think, is still back order. So I, I, I've got I've got a follow up question for you right, as soon as I finish reading this. Okay, so this is from Bill Pennington's piece in the New York Times. Quote. People discovered they liked walking, and even when COVID rules were lifted this year and carts came back, people were like, no, we're going to keep walking, said Jeremy Hairline, the senior vice president of Golf Now, an online tease time service, yada, 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 that serves 9,000 golf courses. Walking is now here to stay. Uh, if that remains true, it will bring new light to recent studies that have championed golf's health benefits. In 2018, a consortium of public health experts with help from several Governing bodies, including the World Golf Foundation, researched 342 previously published studies on the sport and linked playing golf with better strength and balance and a lower risk of heart disease. A 2008 Swedish study of 300,000 golfers found the death rate for golfers to be 40% lower than for other people of the same sex, age, and socioeconomic status which translated to a five-year increase in life expectancy. Golfers with lower handicaps were the healthiest, but perhaps because they played more. Wives are not going to like that story. Wives? It's for my health. (laughs) They are not going to like that story. Oh, but I thought that was fascinating, though, man. So I got one for you. Please, okay. There's a group of us, uh, Zuer and... Tiedemann and Brady Harder. So our, our buddy Ryan Siri's never been abandoned. And Zuer. That's a mistake. Last April, who loves buddy trips just as much as the next guy, sure. if not more. Okay. He gets this idea. Hey, Siri's never been abandoned. Let's get something on the books. And I'm like, you think all the wives are going to sign off? Like, well, Siri's never been. And I go, wait, is this the, is this the guilt trip, golf trip? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's genius, right? I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I gotta go, baby's never been, baby. He's never been. He's never been. I was like, this is genius, uh, Zuri. You're a genius. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, hey, it's for our health. Yeah, it's for his health. It's for Ryan's health. Marginal percentages, not just big percentages. Sweetheart, do you love me? Yeah. Do you want five extra yeah. years with me? Yeah. For eternity, right, sweetheart? I got to go. Yeah. I want to be around for you as long as possible. I'm doing this for us. <laughs> Look, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Me going on this golf trip, I feel like is the most selfless thing I've done in a long yeah. time. This is for you and our family. This is for the, ben- the betterment of our children. Yeah. Think big picture, sweetheart. Personally... With numbers like that, I don't understand how I'm ever going to not be able to play golf on any given day ever again. You want to talk about a trump card? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have this weekend. You just like you just it's like you keep the article laminated in your wallet. I'm exercising, just, babe. Just I'll look at those percentages. <laughs> I even highlighted them, sweetheart. Look at those percentages. <laughs> like d- d- just look at them. That's all. That's. You're right. I know. I, I hate to keep bringing that up. I could sit around the house doing chores, inhaling dust, and all these other things that's going to jeopardize our long-term health. Or I could do what's good for our family and get out there and exercise a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll send photos and bring home shirts for the kids. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. First time, never been to Bannon. 
That's what we got to go. Gotta and it's walking it. only, so we have to go. It's for all of our betterment. Everyone takes caddies. <laughs> you got to do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, good, good for your boy, dude. That's, that that is really fabulous. I I don't know. You, so okay, I meant to ask. So you guys can't keep the pull cards. Is have you found this trend to be pretty yeah, similar so for you guys as well? Sun Mountain is like still backed up. They're just don't everything's on back order. Hey, click, so we click get, gears push cards have been on back order for like two years. One click gear just arrived today, uh, but we've been pushing hard. The uh, the bag boys. Yeah, they've they've stepped up their uh, pull cart game, push cart game. Good. Um, Bennett Valley still because we have that demographic of younger people just getting into the game it's like oh yeah no we're gonna get the cart it's like a go-kart we had a cart wrecked today they snapped the front axle sick like right when i got off work i get a text message from nick borowitz who's playing in league he's like a little help here out out here on 14 i'm like clocked out guy simonac goes employee of the year i go settle down simonac i put in my eight and a half relax guy so he snapped the front, snapped the front axle. So oh. he actually went inside and told Mike and left his information. But I don't think you realize how much it's going to cost to repair a complete front axle and front end. So it's not going to be cheap. He tried to pay for it. Like, what's what's the damage going to be? And Mike's like, uh, if it's undrivable, we're going to need to do some vexing. Like, we'll take down your info. We'll let you know, pal. But it's not going to be like that two hundred dollars sitting in your wallet. I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be pricey. Yeah, that's uh, you know, and there was there was reports of them, uh, three of them. You know, one of them hanging on the back. Went and talked to him earlier. When I knew there was a cart wrecked, I knew exactly what group number it was and what cart number it was. Called Mike, and he's like, "Yeah, they just came in." And I'm like, "Well, at least they came in, but they're gonna be bummed out when they get that bill." That bill's gonna suck. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be a nice little four. But there's a lot of. more people still taking carts. Um, a lot more. We just have a lot more people golfing. Period. Sure. But yeah, a lot more people are doing pull carts. Too. Pull carts are really popular late at night. Um, to go out there for to cruise. But uh, I'd say it's probably some other courses. There's there's uh, larger populations of, of people walking using pull carts than sure. Benton Valley. Can, kind of a bad example. Well, like I said, it's Benton Valley because you do have so many players yeah. that are newer to the game. The yeah. novelty of a golf and, cart and is... older older people too. And especially yeah. it's hot and it's. The, late, the women's groups are, are sunset group last night. A lot more people were taking carts that ordinarily would, would use their push cart if it was sure. under 80 degrees. So, Hey, man, I, I've noticed just playing in, like, men's club out of Bodega. And the men's club out of Bodega is mostly senior gentlemen. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm the youngest guy in the men's club out there by a couple decades. Yeah. I don't, you know, like, most of the guys out there are 60s, 70s, it. 80s. Yep. And even in that group, yep. I'm seeing a lot of dudes walking. Well, at least just, they don't have to have a men's club and a senior men's club. You right. know what I mean? That That is true. The, <laughs> the downside is, I, th- I can't remember if I told you the story or not, being part of the men's club, we had a match against uh, Metal Club. Yeah. Where it was like, hey, we're going to get to go play Metal Club. I was like, oh, you mean an excuse for me to go play Metal Club for $65? Yeah. yeah. Bet your sweet ass I'll be there. Well, we get there, and I check in, and they're like... Brown. Well, no, no. They, I get there, and they're like, uh, why are you here? It was the Metal Club senior men's club versus bodega because it was an understanding that bodega just had older members that's classic and here comes don juan you know 31 year old kyle surlo so what'd they do they let me fucking play i'm a member of the men's club fantastic i'm a member of the men's club i got to got to play the white tees they stretched me they stretched me out to six thousand fifty yards just it was awesome tore it up i mean i wish i would have shot a better score but it was it was awesome but it's like but i remember that like the guy just being like so, 
Who are you with? You're not supposed to be here. I'm like, you're a, you're I, a guest of who? I'm a member of the men's club of Bodega yeah. Harbor. But like, are you a member of the senior men's club? And I was like, there is no difference, pal. Yeah. We are one and the same. Yeah. So, that, you know, it was, that's oh, not that's bad. Great. Yeah, it's great. great. Yeah, a lot of white tees. Yeah, what white tees? Yeah, good. Really, really it's, good. It's yeah, sure. I'm not gonna lie. Six thousand yard golf courses, fun. You need to play more. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I, I you know, the, I, oh hybrids, you get to stay in the back uh, a little while longer. <laughs> Welcome back, Mister Pitching Wedge. Uh, How are we doing? <laughs> Let me clean you. I just, that was the other thing. Is like my back was a little fucked up this past weekend, so yeah. we were at North Star. A couple of guys in the very first group went to the blue tees. I was like, hey, yeah, guys. This is resort golf. I was like, we got a lot of guys here. We're kind of What are new. we doing here? What do you think about whites? They're like, but it's fifty eight hundred so, yards, and I was like, perfect. <laughs> I was never that. I was never that guy that always demanded to play the tips unless I was with a bunch of other really good players. Sure, you yeah. know, and for on these golf trips with friends, I was you know playing when my friends were just getting into the game. Yeah, I was never the guy that dragged them back to the tips or the blues if they absolutely didn't have the tips. not. At this point, that's how you get people to hate golf. You know, they're paying their hard-earned money. Like, no. Yeah. That's, exa- that's exactly the Just no. No. Just don't do that. What are we doing? No one's going to shoot the course record anymore. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I looked at him, you know, and, you know, like Kevin Kidd was like, boys, this is a hobby. Yeah, no, Let's go have a little fun. You know? a, <laughs> it is recreation by definition. Yeah, this is a hobby. Like, yeah. let's, let, let's go have a little fun. Yeah. So, hey, North Star, 5,800 yards in the elevation. Send it. We fucking like that. Yeah. We, no, and, and there's, we like that. How about that par four on the back nine where it like splits and it's short and it goes up the hill to the right or you can go straight away? Love that. Oh, I actually thought that was great. Dude, I got to that. T- I drove up to the fairway. I drove back and they're like, what should we do? And I'm like, I still have no fucking clue. Uh, if you're, if you're curious, uh, <laughs> I went. I'm like, you might want to take a drive up there and look for yourself because nothing looks like the safe play. Like the green is like way the fuck up there. And it looks like it's a pretty good slant from back to front. So for anybody like, who's not familiar. I don't familiar, know which side you want to come in on. The hole that he's talking about, it's a 270-yard par four. Dogleg to the right with, yeah. with woods all up tight up on the right side. But the fairway has like a little like kind a, of like. Like a hazard that a comes hazard and right in the middle. in like a V. Yes. So you basically have to like go long left. Yeah. Or short. Or or if you take out a driver, you've got to hit what you got to cut it 70 really good. yards left to right to, to, uh, to get about something if like you that? if you start it left you got to cut it a lot but if you start it right at the hazard you still need to cut it 30 yards yeah. probably so if you're going to hit it further than like 210 basically, uphill. it's big time uphill the guy in front of me like turns back who's part of our bachelor party and i was like because he looked at me i was like what i do he goes i don't fucking know yeah i'd probably hit nine iron if i was you yeah, i drove <laughs> back i'm like i still have no what are you gonna do i'm like I have three clubs in my hand. I'm clearly I don't know what I'm, I'm whatever I feel with at the moment. I'm going to go with. I followed his advice. I went yeah. nine iron, nine iron. Yeah, had a twelve foot putt for birdie. Yeah, it was great. I think I I think I hit like <laughs> seven iron, nine iron. Yeah, sick. Pin was like back left, hooped one from the fringe. <laughs> I didn't see birdie in the cars, but we'll take you guys. It was really awesome. Uh, really cool par threes on that side. Yeah, totally. I, that was a, it's a if you if, if and if you can get a twilight right there in the afternoon, and you don't want to go pay the one seventy five at either the you know. That's the, the thing. The neighboring courses. If you're up in Truckee, it's like the. If you can get that course for sixty or seventy bucks with a cart, and, the, and you're not going to walk because cheapest non Ponderosa option around Truckee, yeah. which is yeah. which is nice. If you're looking to go have a good time and spend seventy dollars in a cart for some twilight golf, that's your spot. That's probably the spot. That's that's 
that's your that's where you need to go. Yeah, it, it is it is entertaining for, for you guys. So I, I know you were mentioning to me that you're coming up on a uh, the big tourney up in yeah. you know, Tahoe Gray Eagle coming the, up here pretty soon. The Peter Invitational. What's the uh, what's the air the party Peter Classic, like? Sorry, because that, that was the honestly from the last so, two weekends. That's the only thing I wish I could, and I had nobody had any control over it. Yeah, I guess it's, it's a little I guess smoky. It's not that bad right now, but okay. I guess there's a bunch of websites that are misleading about the AQI. I guess the one you should check uh, check out that is most down to earth is called uh, airnow.com. Okay. Uh, all reports are is it's 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 playable now. Not to the point like you're wearing it washed out. Yeah, I saw that the uh, the Link Soul um, hosts a bunch of events every yeah. year, like in their two man series that I played Grizzly. in the one in Ben last year, and they did Grizzly last uh, this past weekend. And yeah. It looked smoky, but it looked exactly like it was for us at North Star, which was yeah. tough. But, I mean, yeah. still totally manageable. I think the only thing is. You just feel a little more tired at the end of the round. Yeah, just a little of, more fatigued. A little, you just kind of focus on your breathing a little. It bit didn't more. really like affect the golf really, no. really at all. So, the smoke doesn't irritate your eyes a little bit, and yeah. You're gonna be playing in a uh, N95 this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we are going uh, prelim round at Grizzly. Probably gonna stay in Gray Eagle for uh, Friday night. Play play Grizzly Saturday. Then we have a cash game Sunday at Old Greenwood. Blind two-man teams, uh, best ball, a uh, lot of money to be won. A lot and of money. I like that. The event is Monday, so it's forty-eight. Well, forty-six versus forty-six. Monday morning is best ball. There's already been the draft and the pairings and the selection. Monday afternoon. So let's see. This is at Gray's. Uh, Monday afternoon alternate shot. Tuesday all Greenwood best ball alternate shot in the afternoon. Wednesday singles at Grace Crossing and then limp back to Sonoma County most likely. That sounds like a really fun weekend. Yeah. <laughs> CVS is going to be hit on the way up for a lot of tape, probably some Ben Gay. Yeah. <laughs> and some of those, some of that hydration powder. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The drip drops. Yeah. Drip drops were big at the bachelor party this past this Got to stay hydrated, weekend. man. Got to stay hydrated. Get, you cannot bounce back. You have got to. You can't. You can't get to that level of dehydration and get back in time. Yeah, no you doubt. can't let it get to that level, Kyle. You got to stay. Not. You got to stay up here the whole time. I'm, I'm with you, brother. That, that sounds you know, about right to me. Seltzers help do that. Seltzers do help do that. I saw they don't like, help, but they don't hurt as much as like an IPA. I felt like I saw some white claw fav- flavors or, or last weekend that I, that I'd never seen before. Uh, uh, watermelon. Oh, watermelon's variety pack number two. I had never seen watermelon before. Watermelon's delicious. It's pretty good. Watermelon's I was delicious. A little, I was a little shy. I was like, I'm not even the type of huge White Claw guy, but I was like, yeah. wow, no, this, it's, is, this is not bad. They're, you get the right flavors. They're they're not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Also, as a seltzer man yourself, I have yeah. to I have to bring it up because the last thing I'll mention before we you know we put a wrap on this thing yeah. is that uh, you know like I said I mentioned did a trip at Sylvie Valley, Sylvie's Valley Ranch with a bunch of guys uh, two weekends ago. Everybody mm-hmm. had a blast outside of the the air quality. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great on Thursday. Perfect on Friday, and then a little, a little hazy again on Saturday. Um, golf course is great. The resort was great. Fantastic time. It seems like everybody had a blast. Um, my, my boy, my boy Tony, brought up the Topo Chico seltzers. Yeah, haven't had those before. Had one. They're delicious. Wow, yeah. that was delightful. Yep. I, I thought of you immediately. I was like, I gotta, I gotta see what, Bo- Cre- what Bo's creative looking t- box. Creative looking box. I, it's they, they've got a good thing. Topo Chico, the, the non-alcoholic division is great, but yeah. uh, the Topo Chico seltzers, yeah, those things slap. Tasty. Really good. Who gave me one? Excited to have one of those again. Uh, recently, where were we? Topo Chico. Topo Chico hard seltzers. 
getting a free ad right here on the Golf Guide Podcast. You're welcome. F- please feel free to send product demos for us. <laughs> that would be anybody out there with the Topo Chico connection. Make sure they know. Yeah. How how much glass they're getting here on the Golf Guide Podcast? This that would is... be. Now we're thinking. Now, <laughs> now we're cooking with some peanut oil. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, Boat, uh, any, anything else you got for us this week? Any, any tales from the golf shop or anything you want to share with me or the fine Same listeners? Same old stuff. Uh, city council meeting going on right now um, to kind of maybe figure out if they're going to approve a consultant to do a request for proposal. It's It's been dragging out, but um, there was also something in the fine print that said, and they could also just completely disregard what the – save Benna Valley golf course group is doing and just do it in-house with their own staff at, as far as making the decisions. So um, it'll be interesting to see what shakes out. I've got it recorded. I'll tune into that after our Giants hopefully throttle the Mets. That would be great. So let, uh, let's let's reconvene next week yeah. after we've had a chance to look at uh, – I won't be here, here next week, but two weeks. Oh, that's right. Yep. Two weeks. So I, Next I, Tuesday night I will most likely be inebriated. And we're staying at a really nice house on 14 like in Old Greenwood. Uh, hopefully I got my feet up and I'm having a nice little, nice little, uh, seltzer. Love that. Yeah. So two weeks from today, we'll reconvene. We'll go over what went over at the city council meeting. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear about the Peter and the, and the golf yeah. term and everything like that. I may, if we do a podcast next week, maybe I'll, uh, reach out to my boy Dur to get him to fill oh, yeah. in for, Absolutely. for we'll make it happen. So either way. Yeah. You got to do the post post playoff event. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Who, who do you got? Who are you, who are you pulling out of? Who you, which rabbit are you pulling out of the hat? I mean, it's at the point where I don't really have a good feel yeah. for this one because I haven't been watching a lot of golf the last couple of weeks, but I know I'm rooting for Morikawa. Yeah. Well, I'm always rooting for Morikawa. Rooting for Morikawa? Who was the, who was the I just one? want, when JJ comes back on the podcast this offseason, I just want as much juice as possible. Yeah. Who, who, um, who was it in like the last 10 years? This hasn't been going on that long, but like one, and when it used to be four, like came out and won the first two events. Who mm. was that? Well, I mean, DJ did it last year. He won both. He won first two events. I thought. No, no. I'm sorry. No, he didn't win the first two Someone events. Someone came year. out and won. Like, he was the playing, first two but events. He, he was playing so hot because I mean, he made it. So he won the first event and then he went to a playoff with Rom on the second one, lost I that. Feel like it was and then like you know Camilo won the Masters like a you know a month or two later, you know, in December or November or whatever it was. Let's just see if someone can just get on a freaking heat. Just see someone go on a, just an absolute start. Heat bend. Just just start the first event at like. Maybe just outside the top seventy as far as getting into the second, like someone, someone in like number ninety through seventy, maybe ends up winning the FedEx Cup. Maybe somebody with a really nice, relaxing golf swing. Maybe Harris English comes out and wins the first two events. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. He's been playing great all I mean, year. I'm pretty sure. I think he's, he's like number two or number. I was three saying, I'm pretty FedEx sure he's Cup. top five in the in the yeah, rankings going yeah, into the playoffs. So that would that would not surprise me. That not, guy's not totally crazy. Golfing his ball at the moment. <laughs> Uh, just dude I'm sorry like I'm sorry one, one last side note is there anything better than local NFL announcers getting to do the preseason games no like I swear to God every time I, I love preseason games I, every time I hear a local dude coming out talking about a third string quarterback be like this man is an elite thrower of the football <laughs> I just cannot keep my shit together dude. it's like dude he's two <laughs> days away from me and cut He's two days away from going to like either I, back to school to get his master's and then become a coach, or he's like gonna go do real estate for his father-in-law. <laughs> I know he's a fourth stringer here, but I gotta tell you, watching him out yeah. on the field, the man just has elite yeah. vision. No, it's like, so blown out of proportion. Yes. It's like, dude, this guy 
got cut from the practice squad uh, last year. I just, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm getting so much enjoyment out of preseason football right now. It's just they, they get the, not a lot of people are watching. They gotta yeah. try. And, they gotta try and hold on to the viewers that are tuned in. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. One last thing. While we're on the preseason football thing, the one last thing is when Trey Lance did throw that touchdown pass in the yeah. 49ers first preseason game, and Greg Papa, who obviously was doing the telecast as I was mentioning because it's preseason, but he's normally the 49ers radio guy. Mm-hmm. When he threw the touchdown pass and he did the whole I didn't tray area yeah. thing, okay. that's got to fucking go. <laughs> bang, bang, Niner gang. I just, the tray area thing has to go. I, I, I'm yeah. not I'm not on board with tray area. Yeah, I'm not I, on board. I do uh, not like I'm it. I'm not on board yet. Um, Trey Lance is such a great quarterback name. Why, why yeah. are you fucking with it? I, I, I still think um, – I, Jimmy Garoppolo is still a pretty good quarterback. So handsome Jim is handsome. Yeah, he gets. Yeah, he's just a striking young he's a man. Good looking man. Striking I, young man. I just I don't really see him going anywhere anytime yeah. soon. Uh, yeah. But again, yeah, the Trey area. No, no. I mean, if it, it does happen, it will happen. But I don't think we're there yet. Um, Justin Fields also had a good first game, which is great. He, even their coach Matt Nagy is still saying, uh, you know, Andy a, Dalton's a, Andy, a big time red, player. The, the Red Rockets still our guy. Red Rockets got Bowler. And that's a that's a respect thing. Those guys have been in the league much longer. It's that that position is earned, not handed to you after one preseason game when the when the veteran didn't even sniff putting on the pads. Probably so, not. Yeah, these coaches know what they're doing. Probably not. Yeah. All right. On that note, boat an exceptional exceptional show with you, brother. Thanks for uh, thanks thanks for making it out. Let's Thank go. you for the suave golf shirt. Yes, Link Soul. That's right. You'll be seeing me sporting this thing in the pro show. Absolutely. And, and just to let all the fine listeners know out there, if you're interested in procuring yourself. A Link Soul Suave Golf Polo, they are available at suavegolf.com. Beautiful. For all the people out there that want to look just as pretty as Boat and I when we're out hitting the links, suavegolf.com. I pretty, but I'm looking forward to it. You are pretty, man. Thank you. Don't, don't let anybody tell you Thank otherwise. You. All right. <laughs> On that note, brother, we will talk to you in two weeks. Hey. Great luck at the Peter this weekend. Cheers, my friend. Thank I'm sure much. you'll be coming home with that wallet looking yeah. nice and fat. That's the plan. That's, that's, that's the plan. plan. We like that. It ain't no hobby. We like that. <laughs> all right, partner. Until next time. See you. Adios, man.